Welcome to This Osteopathic Life. This is Dr. Amelia Beakey. I am honored to share with you the philosophy that has underscored my personal and professional life and explore how osteopathy truly is for the health of all things. I see these principles in action every day in my varied roles as physician, parent, athlete, writer, musician, coach, and entrepreneur, and hope they will light the way for the path to your best health. Please note that while I am a physician, this podcast is intended to share general information and encourage discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. Thank you for joining me for episode 13 of season 4 of This Osteopathic Life. We are in the midst of what is emerging as the summer series. Beginning on the 1st of July, looking at fulfillment and moving into fun on the 2nd. And today we're going to be talking about focus. And this series is a bit of a jumpstart into quarter three, the second half of 2022, the start of the medical academic year, and a bit of a renewal harnessing the inconceivable energy in the month of July and getting into a rhythm with the podcast. So I'll be bringing you these briefer episodes in the intermediary between the official, we'll call them, Friday episodes of This Osteopathic Life, and look for conversations episodes to be emerging in the near future as well. Thank you for joining me throughout these seasons and in between some of the delays, we'll say, in the release of these episodes. It's been a year of transitions and shifts, and sometimes there needs to be more space between. And sometimes we shorten those margins and we narrow the line width. And here we are with these more frequent episodes, much like we had back in November during season three. Let's talk a bit about focus. And if you're following me on Instagram and Facebook, you can see me both at This Osteopathic Life and at live underscore inconceivable. If we just look up live inconceivable, there are daily inspirations there. And yesterday, as I brought forward that theme of fun that we were sharing here on the episode, I looked at how we can find more fun. And the word focus came through, and that was actually the theme planned for today. And so, of course, in the subconscious or somewhat intentionally, maybe less than my direct knowing, it emerged in that space. So when you first think about focus, if you focus on focus, if we get into that meta moment, what does that mean to you? Is it that feeling of being focused and really honing in on a task and committing yourself to one thing and being very specific for a certain amount of time? Do you think about the focus of a lens and is it getting clearer with greater definition versus blurry? Do you think about the width and depth of the aperture? I often talk about that when I speak of feelings and opening that aperture to allow more in. What is our focus allowing in? So what comes up for you when you think of a focus? And you can let that color your experience here in this episode and also take you forward into some various contemplations around this topic. For me, thinking about focus brings up a lot of those. I offer them to you because they are the variety of ways that I engage with this concept, with this word, with this feeling, with this action. I love words that can fill all of those different roles in our experience. And let's start first with that idea of focus on a task, right? So a point of concentration. I'm going to just weave in here some of these definitions that are made available to us in this experience. 
a point of concentration. So focusing on a certain task, activity, goal, what does that feel like? And how do you get yourself to do that? How do you remove the other distractions or do you? Do you notice that they're there and allow for them to be there and bring yourself back? Do you have a system or a rhythm? Perhaps it is coming back to your breath when you find yourself distracted. And in so doing, that gives you some centering within your body and the opportunity then to reset and reframe and go forward concentrating on the task at hand. Perhaps it is through setting an intention. That can be very useful. Today, I am committed to recording this podcast. I will record this podcast by the end of the day. And you might get very specific in your thoughts around what it is you're setting out to do that can frame it and set you forward in the right trajectory so that focus can become a benefit to you. Thinking about, for whatever reason this is coming through for me, hidden pictures. And if you ever had these on the wall, we actually had them in our residency training program where it looked like an abstract painting or drawing. And if you looked at it and actually looked through it more specifically, the image that was meant to be seen would come through, but you couldn't focus directly on those superficial images on the paper. You had to look through, look between, and allow that to come into focus for you. So that shifts us from focusing on a specific task to the act of focusing and having something come into view with greater clarity. And this is offered up here, a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding. And I love that consideration, the area that may be seen distinctly or resolved into a clear image. And thinking about this on our phones, right? For many of us, we are utilizing cameras on our phones most frequently these days. And you might hold the camera up and you're looking at your screen and we have this benefit of seeing directly what that image is going to look like. Now, we certainly had that when we would look through the small opening in our cameras to see what the image was but we wouldn't get necessarily the clear sense of how it would look as much as we do in this immediate digital age where we can see, yep, this is the image that's going to be projected back to me. And you might hold it up over a scene and it might capture what is nearest to the lens in that moment. Or it might say, if you're in portrait mode on your phone, that you need to be a certain distance away. And let's take the portrait mode example. If you're familiar with that, and the camera may choose what it's focusing on. It might be that image which is nearest to them, the object, excuse me, which is nearest to the lens. But then if you're seeking to focus on something else, you tap on it, the focus shifts and everything else blurs. And then you could choose again. You might tap on something else in the frame and the focus shifts there and everything else blurs. And thinking about that for a moment and is it possible? What kind of resolution do you get when you are focusing on everything in the picture? And it might require a certain lens. For example, on the phone, since we're there, if you tap back to photo mode rather than portrait mode, it is better at capturing all of it. And so thinking there, so if we want to get specific, and if I want really great resolution on a certain part of this image, I'm going to choose portrait, and I'm going to be clear, and I'm going to be selective on that which I'm willing to see most clearly, and I'm going to release the clarity of other parts, other elements of the background of this image. But if we want to have a pretty clear, right, a relatively clear view of all of the things in the background, actually photo in the lens, and I don't know all the specifics of the technology. I just know the experience of engaging with it. 
And so thinking about in your life, are there times when you really want a very specific focus with great resolution on one certain part of that which is in your frame? We're using this liberally here. And do you have that right lens? And that lens can be your mindset. It is your selection and willingness to let go of some pieces, to let there be some blurriness. And the word neglect is coming through, so I'm just going to say it, right? You're letting yourself neglect or ignore certain parts. And we could talk about how we feel about those words, but notice that they can actually be helpful and maybe even necessary in allowing us to get a more specific, clear, and dedicated focus on other parts of what we are doing. And I'll open it up to the thesaurus and please suggest to me other words other than neglect and ignore that don't feel good, let go, release. Those might be preferable, but just recognize the impact and the opportunity of selecting that lens and letting the lens that you're selecting be the mindset that you choose for this interval, this week, this month, this year, this quarter of my life. This is the role. This is the focus that I'm choosing And I recognize that it means other parts of this aren't going to look as clear. They aren't going to take the full attention that I have. They're still there. They're in the background. They might actually be adding some depth to the overall experience. But that which I'm choosing to focus on right now is here. I'm tapping on it. I'm letting it come into full view, an excellent resolution. And have that be the focus of my attention, my intention, my love, whatever that might be in this time. And there might be other moments when you want to have the broad view and you're seeking to keep it all in that space, recognizing you might not get all the details and all the clarity of each individual element, but that's not the purpose. And the goal is to see it all in concert and to bring that all forward. And so what lens are you using there? And what mindset are you choosing for that piece? And saying, I'm here for all of it. And I recognize I might not get 100% on each piece. But I'm willing to release parts of that. Right? I'm moving away from my ignore and neglect pieces. I'm willing to, even here, these sound like such connotative bad words, right? Drop the bar, lower the standard, get a lesser score. Even thinking of all of those and the ways we have to reason with it, this is fascinating to me hearing it. And I'd love to gain your feedback and reflection on this experience. But we're letting go of getting every single bit of each piece because it's simply not possible in order to hold it all in view and experience the beauty of all pieces of it. And that might be all the different roles you have in your life. You know, I am going to be just as I talk about in the opening of every episode of the podcast, writer and physician and musician and athlete and entrepreneur, recognizing that that might mean some pieces of each of those aren't as excellent as maybe they could be, but they are still even excellent, just maybe not the most excellent they could be. And now we've entered into Bill and Ted's (laughs) excellent adventure. We're just going to let that flow through, but they might be great and they might be absolutely enough. And actually having all of them in there contributes to the best of each component. Recognizing the power of focus and the way you choose to engage with it and the options of lenses that you have available to you. Thinking about focus as a selected topic in a hub. I love that concept of a hub. I love it in the concept of health. We're here for the health of all things. And I've had different 
iterations and ideas of how we could build physical structures around health. And I had these centers of health in the boroughs of the town where I lived. There were five. And having this central piece in each of them, right, centers of wellness, and they were each their own hub. They had their own focus in their area and they had common elements with physician on site and nutrition and movement and bike mechanics and mentors and therapists, all of this in one unit. And then they were also connected to these other centers of activity. And so you had this experience of circular energy in each of those hubs that were their own nuclei, if you will. And then they had some connections to these other centers. When I was in Southern Oregon, where we had the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and we had theater in the round. I thought about, oh, health in the round. And how do we build literally a circular structure where you can come in and you could stand in the middle. You could be that hub and you could pivot and see all the different elements of health that would contribute. That being connection, again, movement, nutrition. It might be learning. It might be those resources of therapy and medicine. And so just picturing it that way. And I'll be stepping into a space where there will be that hub feeling in a lot of different ways around lots of different aspects of what health and wellness can be and how they can look and feel. So that idea of a center of activity or a hub as the focus and how we engage with that word, that concept, that experience here for a moment. So what are those foci for you? What are those hubs? And let's bring it into health because that's where we are here on this osteopathic life for the health of all things. What are some of those centers of health and what would that look like for you? And what does it feel like to be in that center of activity? And we could go into that eye of the hurricane, right? Is there stillness when you're in the center? Is the movement all around you? Or do you expand that out? And when you're in the center of activity, right? Being in the middle of a party. And I think about my gym when we were there physically in person. And that was a center of activity, literal, right? Lots of physical activity, happening. And so it can feel invigorating. And just like anything, if we go to the far end of that same continuum, it might feel exhausting because we can only do so much. And I actually am speaking to you on a successful rest day. And that was my focus today. And interestingly, my center of activity was a center of activity in stillness and in rest. And it was a true rest day. Now I will offer that up because many times I sneak in either active rest days or recovery days. So I might swim or I might count a longer hike, not as necessarily activity or yoga in certain ways, but I did not attend a yoga class. I did not complete a workout. I did not swim, bike, run, or row. I did not hike for an extended interval. I did walk a little bit in my neighborhood, but really quite short and very casual, just moving while on a call, never out of breath, heart rate was not elevated And there were urges all throughout the day, but my focus was on embracing all those feelings and really truly experiencing a rest day. Now on Thursday, I shared with you that I had engaged in some rest, but to be honest, there were two yoga classes. I feel like we're in a confessional here and some accessory strength work. So while there wasn't a high intensity interval workout or running, swimming, biking, rowing in that way, it was not a true rest day. And I will be honest with myself and with you about that. So recognizing that the focus, your hub, your center of activity, attraction or attention 
might not be active. Or it might be active in so much as preserving the stillness and rest that you need. So recognizing how you can engage with focus in that way. Now we'll get to some of these more specific and scientific definitions, which don't always draw my attention, but they're always fascinating to me to see how we can engage with them in new ways. A point in which rays of light, heat, or sound converge, or from which they diverge or appear to diverge. I love this one because a focus can be this transition point and love transitions, right? That's what we talked about in the fulfillment episode for quite some time. And just seeing it's where points can gather and then they can also release and go in different directions from that point. So thinking about the power of focus, focus is where you have gathered all this information, you've brought it in, right? And then you are processing it. And then from that point, it can be sent out in all directions and take all of that input into beautiful, unique output from you. And so focus has that power, right? To take this energy, light, heat, sound, information, whatever that might be, and then send it out in a new and beautiful way. And we could look at that, we're certainly shifting into kind of a prism effect here in a new purview, thinking about the power of the lens. And here again, too, of your mindset, of the choice of what you're doing with that input you have, what you're taking in, learning and beauty and art and inspiration, and then how you put it through your one unique focus. And what I mean by that singular focus, the singular focus of you, because Many of us could take in the same input and how we process it internally through our own lived experience and nuance allows us to send that forth into the world in our own creation. And I love just taking that moment to explore focus from that perspective. Another option for focus is a localized area of disease or the chief site of a generalized disease or infection. Now, this one you might think, great, right? We're just having beauty and art and all these different inspirational places. And now we're talking about disease. And we're here on this episode of a podcast that's focused on health. Yes, and. Speaking of health is not ignoring that disease exists. And here, this gives us opportunity to tune into what is the focus? What is the chief sight of that which is ailing us? And we could talk literally, we could talk about our physiology and pathophysiology and look at that. But think about this culturally on a broader scale. If you are in your practice right now and having some struggles, what is the focus? What is that chief sight of that which is ailing your current day to day? Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's in your work. Maybe it's in your parenting. Maybe it's in your creativity. And allowing yourself to see what is the chief sight of this? And actually, can this be helpful for me? Because it can allow me to see what is the basis, what is the root cause, and by addressing that, perhaps there's more room to move forward and embrace health in new ways, invite healing in new ways. So consider focus can help you to see and get clear on that which is ailing you in any area of your life. And allow you from there to move forward into health in a new way. So we can look at focus. We just looked at it really in the noun phase of being. And let's just bring in 
the verb, right? And there we go. That's what it says, to bring into focus. (laughs) To cause to be concentrated, focus their attention on the most urgent problems. And we can build on that which we came through previously and saying when we get focused, right, we can bring in all that energy and power and knowledge and knowing. And yes, I use those in different ways intentionally and say, right, by concentrating this, I can harness my power and utilize that in the most meaningful way. And then thinking about actively focusing, right, adjusting that lens and choosing that. And in coaching, we talk about intentional and unintentional thoughts and thoughts that can be supportive and moves forward and thoughts that might be anchoring us. And there are none good and bad. There are thoughts that just are. And there are the results that they are creating in our lives. And tuning into those can allow us to reclaim some control. And so we're thinking about focusing, concentrating our attention and effort, and adjusting the lens. Before you make any changes, simply recognizing the thoughts that you're having and the influence they're having over your experience. And I want to be very clear that there are absolutely hard and fast issues in the world that we cannot think our way out of. We can shift our thoughts and shift our experience with those external circumstances to allow ourselves to have more latitude and less suffering. But there are some things that absolutely simply need to change. And I say simply more for the clarity clarity perspective, not undermining the depths that are required to make meaningful change in systematic ways around the world. But in this space, there is room for us to shift our thoughts. But the step first is to notice the thoughts that we're having and to recognize the impact they're having on our experience. And then If the time is right, if we should choose, notice what happens with that view and with the clarity when we do more purposefully choose our thoughts and we recognize the power of them and we see when we make those shifts what the impact might be. And that is also what the power of focus might be. Here I offer up finally some of these synonyms. And we've talked about many of them automatically through this discussion, but a few I really want to draw forward for their power are axis, right? So we can have this pivot point and we've talked about pivot in past episodes, center, and we could think about that as the centering and the groundedness and the orientation to our own midline core. We talk a lot about core strength and seeing how focus can be a space of strength for us, epicenter. Just think about that and think about the the gravity of that and how it can be such an amazing organizational space for us. Hub, as we've talked about. Locus. Nucleus, we've brought those forward. And also heart. And just think about that for a moment. What if focus is the reflection of our heart? And if that's where we begin... If that's where we offer up our focus, how much differently will we engage with tasks and activities? And bringing this forward, the origins in the Latin word meant hearth and fireplace. 
right? And seeing that warmth and that hub of the household and seeing the impact that we can have when we utilize our focus to bring clarity, to bring specificity, to hold a broad view, to transform the input into our own unique output, to be that pivot point, to be that center of activity and the hub of health in our lives, individually, collectively, in community, and see how focus can support us in our quest for the health of all things. Thank you for joining me for this summer series. We'll be back again tomorrow where we continue the alliterative journey here in the month of July. This is Dr. Emily Beakey with This Osteopathic Life. Thank you for listening.